Hey, you're listening to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast recapping, researching, and respecting all things Bachelor and Bachelorette. We are Alex and Sarah, a.k.a. Smooth Taste. Hello. Hey, and we're here to present to you uh, Trust the Bachelor Process. The most dramatic Bachelor podcast yet. Yeah, so we're going to be recapping this season of Rachel Lindsay's Bachelorette. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then subsequently Bachelor in Paradise. So all the rejects from Rachel's season. Which has... Corinne confirmed it yet I read something yesterday that said what that she was like definitely in for paradise but it didn't like come from her so I was like I don't know if people are just I don't know because some contestants are confirming themselves that they're going to be on it and others are being like really cryptic like I listened to Olivia's podcast and she said she might be on a beach this summer oh then she's gonna be on it Wait, can we sidebar for a second? Always. No one else can listen to this. We're sidebarring. <laughs> don't but listen. Guys, if you're listening, <laughs> if you're listening turn, it off. turn it off. We don't want, we don't want your... Skip, <laughs> skip 15 seconds ahead. I want a career like Olivia's career. Oh my gosh. She has turned it around better than any other villain from this franchise. I I love her so much. I think that she, I mean, well, we have similar opinions. Uh, We didn't think Olivia was that bad. No. Other than the really bad, like, teen mom joke, which she very, very sincerely She showed a lot of remorse for for that comment. And also, don't go on The Bachelor when you have kids. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, honestly, it's bad for your family. <laughs> um, we're not parents ourselves, no, but not I qualified. can guarantee that if my parents went on The Bachelor, I'd be pretty messed up. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I really like Olivia. I think she's totally turned it around. Uh, she like moved to New York, mm-hmm. started her whole new life and models and like so hosts a bunch of like another really good podcast that you guys Mm -hmm. should check out and like she has this group that they do bachelor recaps like little videos and she's a former news correspondent so she's very articulate she knows how to work a camera she's very good at turn a phrase (laughs) she's beautiful i mean i've watched a lot of olivia videos in preparation for this very day (laughs) for rachel (laughs) watch a lot of olivia videos in preparation for rachel Lindsay's bachelorette season but don't you worry we are well researched (laughs) on rachel as well yes the reason for the season rachel Lindsay. alex how do you like rachel i love her I think you and the rest of America I mean we will see I thought she had the best connection with Nick on his season to me it was so apparent that he had his hand in ABC's pocket and (laughs) they wanted her to be the next bachelorette so he kind of just gave her up Um, even though I actually thought their connection was probably the most sincere I think you're right I like everything 
like total just everything made sense like the like his hometown visit he only smiled when he was with Rachel like he didn't smile with anyone else you made a very poignant observation that the uh the, the like the tags in every episode where he's like doing something silly he did like a a rocky montage yeah he appeared to be having more fun during those silly tags than he did with any of the women, with the exception of Rachel. I who know. He seemed to actually, he was nervous around her. He seemed, appeared sweaty. Well, <laughs> and it, honestly, it makes sense because Rachel is very similar to Andy, yeah. who I do, I do believe that Nick was really in love with Andy. Yes. I don't believe he was that in love with Caitlyn. <laughs> I think he was in lust with Caitlyn. I think it was Same. so... I, I think, think they were really attracted to each other. And Caitlyn's the coolest personality. I mean, she's just the easiest... Right. She's like the girl that every single guy falls for just because yeah. she's like so great. And and every single girl. Like, she's just right. like so great. So, but, but yeah, I think that like in terms of his like future, I think he like could picture that with Andy and really thought it was going to happen. He was also really pure to the process at that point. Like he hadn't, he hadn't been jaded yet. He, right. he was just sort of, I mean, he, his appearance was even different. He was like this white puppy guy. He was <laughs> Ashley. I Instagrammed a picture the other day <laughs> and it was like Nick's season on <laughs> how he looked coming out of the window ugh, the limo on Andy's season yeah. and then how he looked waiting for the girls to come out of the limo mm-hmm. on his season and the caption was when you go through puberty on live television <laughs> right literally as a 36 year old man I mean we've seen Nick grow up in front of our eyes we really have um he went from lovable guy from the midwest to the villain to even worse of a villain to being vindicated on Bachelor in Paradise to arguably being one of the more boring bachelors of the of the franchise. I just I think Nick hated being the bachelor. Yeah, I think he's over the drama that comes with it. He was just like, okay, you know what? He hated it. I he, like these. Girls. He was exactly. He was just. <laughs> there was one day where he's <laughs> the day that it was like a mass exodus. He just got rid of every single oh, girl. He took a chainsaw. <laughs> and he was just like I do not feel like no, doing this not anymore you. no 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 yeah. no um yes <laughs> but you know this is not Nick's season no it's Rachel's Nick's and done we, with so Nick even though we're sorry for the sadness that is to come with your future we are happy that you let Rachel <laughs> don't go don't say that he has a really successful company the polished gent coming out oh is that the birch box for men <laughs> yeah mm. I actually kind of like that idea. I think that a lot of guys would like would will buy that. I think he's actually smarter than everyone else. That's they're going and they're they're doing this Hello Fresh and the Sugar Bear hair stuff. Right, the, the, him and I Vanessa wear. are not doing like none of them. These Instagram promotions, like Fab Fit Fun or whatever, they're like starting their own businesses. Which and I actually because that stuff's not going to last. I give right. everyone two years tops where they can live off their Instagram accounts. I actually. Well, people from Chris Soul's season are pretty like the only people that even matter anymore are Jade and Tanner. And Ashley I. Yeah, that's true. But Ashley I also did at least have a career before getting on The Bachelor. Right. She's just parlayed <laughs> it. She, it's been heightened yeah, by her experience exactly. there. 
Um, but yeah, you guys will all become obsolete. So come up with a <laughs> a lucrative business plan like the men's birch box. Also, actually, a shout out to Case, uh, Krista. Oh my God, Ugh. Caitlin and Sean B. They've actually started their own deal too, called City Strong with this trainer. Her name's Erin something, yeah. and she's like the celebrity trainer for like Carrie Underwood, Kelsey Ballerini, like all the like really hot singers right now. Country singers. Well, I she I think she does like pop singers too. I just like listen to a lot of country radio so I know that she trains all of them <laughs> I was like this seems oddly specific but the people she's targeting she she trains like a lot of them and so they uh Caitlin and Sean travel with her to different cities it's called City Strong and they do these like huge group workouts and they're like on this huge stage it's all outdoors they've been like to Austin I think that they were in Boulder for a little bit Wait, are they gonna be in LA I'm sure. I'm okay. sure. Do you guys all want to come with Sarah and me to yeah. City Strong? <laughs> You're all invited. <laughs> we'll tweet it out. Yeah. When we come up with a Twitter account. Um. Okay. What were we saying? So. Okay. Let's talk about Rachel finally. <laughs> okay. So okay. So we Rachel is Rachel. really similar to Andy because she's a she's a career gal, also a lawyer, I believe. Yeah, she's she, an attorney. She litig- litig- Wait, I actually litigation. wrote it down exactly. Um, because civil defense litigation. Ugh, I was right. <laughs> she's. A- <laughs> yes, Alex. Why don't you go ahead and explain to all the listeners what that means? Mm, I don't want to insult anyone's intelligence. <laughs> right. That's smart. On that's the a good idea. Podcast. <laughs> Um, yeah, and Rachel told Chris Harrison that what she is most nervous about for this season is that it won't work. And his response to her was, follow your heart and trust the process. Hence why we're here today. We trust. We trust the Bachelor podcast. Yes, we trust in Chris Harrison and thus we trust in the process. Um, I think that because Rachel is so authentic um, and she is one to follow her gut, I feel like she will be drawn to the right kind of guys. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, Even going through... So we've all seen some of the guys that she's picked just from the public. There were four guys that she was introduced to right after... After the final rose, yes. or on the after the final rose, AFR as Ben Higgins likes to call it. <laughs> when you're in the Bachelor Nation, you get cool uh, short hands, <laughs> but it's like all he ever wants to talk about is AFR. Uh, like every, it's okay. always, it's like everything in his life comes down to AFR. <laughs> Um, and then uh, also, uh, which we'll see this episode in May when this season premieres, um, she brought her second group date on mm-hmm. to Ellen and we saw like six guys there. Uh, so we're just going to sort of begin to break down the guys that we have met so far on Rachel's season. Yeah. Um, yeah. As Sarah was saying um, on after the on AFR, uh, <laughs> Chris Harrison uh, promised Bachelor Nation a surprise that was going to knock their spanks off. <laughs> uh, and what that surprise was, was Rachel was going to meet four of the guys prematurely um, on the ABC stage. And it was. Awful. <laughs> I hated it. It was the worst 
the worst thing I've ever seen it The was, Bachelor okay, do. So let's kind of walk <laughs> because I, I they're trying to like mix it up this uh, season, but it was terrible. Also, it all started with let's knock your spanks off. Okay, spanks which- are outdated. Women don't wear them anymore. Oh yeah, same. You mean like you don't? I still wear them. I wear them with jeans sometimes. <laughs> spanks, like real spanks that come up to under your boobs. No, not that. <laughs> like the, <laughs> the the ones that like come up over your hips. Oh. It depends if I'm having a bad day, but like <laughs> sometimes I will have like a I will have a pair of emergency spanks on hand when and if needed. I guess that makes sense. Thank you. <laughs> But I was wearing sweatpants that night, so <laughs> it didn't apply to me in the moment. That's great. Um, but I okay. like your feminism. <laughs> Everybody, let your bodies be. <laughs> um. All right. Well, why don't we just go in order? Mm-hmm. So the first guy she met was Demario. He was cute. I liked him. Um. Also liked him. I did some further research on him. Oh my god. I like like to me. He seems gay. Uh oh. Like okay. that was my like looking at like and again, you know, it's not right to stereotype, but I just like looking at his social media and stuff, I was like, interesting. Okay. What and listen, we're not here to out anybody. No. Um but, Or to stereotype, but we're gonna do that right now. So okay. <laughs> what about his Instagram led you to come up with it just looked like every single picture I've ever seen anyone take at the Abbey was it at the Abbey (laughs) um no that might be an indication (laughs) (laughs) no he um oh actually I don't have where he's from but also just the fact that he like already brought a ring And it seemed weird. (laughs) This is why I will probably marry a gay guy because (laughs) you swoon. I I know because I thought it was very sweet and I thought it was very thoughtful. Um, Yeah, it was cute. The like flights to Vegas to elope were cute. I thought it was really sweet. And I thought he was he had a really hard job because he had to be the first guy up there to do this ridiculous thing. He's cute. Oh, my God. I just remembered another reason. He also went to Fashion Institute. Of New York City <laughs> to study fashion. All right. Well, you know I what? Know. Time Again, will tell. I'm stereotyping Time and I'm tell. aware of that. And it's I'm also aware that it's not fair of me. I'm just saying I saw these and I was like, maybe. OK, there's a few <laughs> there's a few flags. Um, but you know what? He sounds perfect for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then let's go on to the guy who sounds perfect for no one. Blake. <laughs> oh, my God. OK, this started off. <laughs> So badly because she went in. Was it she went in for the hug and he went in for the he handshake? went in for the handshake and then she was like, oh, even better. And he was like, never mind, I'll hug you. And then he couldn't stop hugging. Her. He just did it. He was not he, prepared at all. No, he said, you look good. You smell good. Oh, gross. bless you. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's um, pretty bad. He's oh, from yeah. Florida. He even admitted to being nervous. And she's like, can you please stop saying you're nervous? Because <laughs> I need you to make me comfortable. He's like, OK, should I hug you again? And I was like, no, it was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. It was so but it also I feel like reminded me of like every like date as well, as far as you can I call them dates, I guess, that I had in college. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like, got like just like 
not knowing what to do or how to be high school i mean that really brought me back to a dark time i felt like i went on more confident dates in high school than i did in college well good for you <laughs> well also college is such a weird time so i'm saying they're all really they're dating. so uncomfortable it's like whatever you can call a date i guess but yeah blake um Good luck to you, buddy, but I can't imagine we'll see you go that far. No, I'm even curious to see if they'll bring you on the season at all after that. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> he's not even like, he's not even the person that's like, oh, they like Rachel shouldn't end up with him, but I want him to stay on the season. Like, I just never want to have to no. see this guy interact with no, another go human away, being go ever away. again. But uh, at least he wasn't as bad as this next contender. <laughs> What's his name? Dean? Dean, which is already a red flag <laughs> okay dean so dean comes out with his pompadour haircut and his skinny <laughs> tie and i think arguably he might have gotten the biggest applause from the audience just having come out he looks a little bit like luke well yeah he's cute he does look a little bit like luke for sure um and uh he uh well, he said the really terrible line, which, by the way, Rachel hand it, handled. Well, let's say what he said. First. Well, he said, I'm ready to go black and I'm never going back. And he said it just like that. <laughs> yes, I know. Like with the sexual. I'm in never oh, going back. Girls, get out of here, Dean. And she like handled it well. I mean, part of me wished that she just like stared at him and like didn't have any emotion and was just like, what do you think you're doing? Right, because like but, maybe a producer told him to say it. Right. But this is like why Rachel's going to be such a good bachelorette because she like does make guys feel comfortable and, totally. and just like people in general. And she's like good at smoothing over those awkward situations. She was like, okay, I love that. But you could tell in her eyes that she was just like, get, yeah. get that out of here. Um, she did. She's a very classy woman and we're lucky that I'm just, okay, this is my big fear. I'm afraid it's going to be a lot of that on this season. Same. Like I, I know my fear too is that they're like ABC is like, always going to be talking about how there's a black bachelorette like I'm so happy that we finally have yeah. one but it's like it's all they're going to talk about right I don't I don't want that to be I don't want that to be like the tag this season yeah like you know like crystals was prince far or uh prince farming prince farming and <laughs> which by the way, is actually an amazing. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Tag life tags. Uh, cheers to their marketing department. My goodness, you guys are geniuses. And then there was Ben, who was a perfect Ben. I don't want Rachel's to be what Gross Dean. Yeah, to her. No, absolutely not. And you know what? They might steer away from it. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I mean, I sure hope so. Rachel's so awesome. Like she's just so awesome, and like. I yeah. Hopefully they just don't acknowledge okay. it a lot. Well, luckily this this moment was squandered by my probably my favorite. No, I was, he is my favorite for sure. I'm yeah. so excited. The second he walked out and I like saw her face, I was like, oh, this is a front runner. Yes, this is a good guy, Eric. Ah, we love Eric. You, Eric, Eric he you're did so like cute. such 
a sweet speech called it oh. the miracle season and then they did a fun little song and dance together i know they're like hey, <laughs> hey hey i literally it was the first moment that i had relaxed in that entire hour between nick and vanessa's awkward afr oh. conversation and Poor chris guy. harrison pulling this ridiculous stunt i was just like oh my god i i didn't realize i wasn't breathing for yeah. 45 minutes it was so sweet she you could tell she really really liked him um also can we talk about a little further research that's been done on this guy i would love to know it so he is a motivational speaker (gasps) which makes sense because he like came out with this amazing monologue he also wrote a book and it's called 100 days of wisdom should i read it yeah yeah i'm gonna order it Okay, great. <laughs> Hopefully we can get a tax return out of it. <laughs> yeah. We'll do a book review on it. Oh, what a great segment for the podcast. Great segment for the podcast. <laughs> but I love Eric. I love him so much. I can say right now, I hope that he wins. <laughs> well, definitely so far. Um, you, He has impressed me the most. Uh, I just thought he was so sweet. And I, and I was a little, I thought he was sweet. But I was just like, is this guy a little too serious? And then they broke out in the cute little dance. And I was like, nope, he knows I how, think to, he's how a to have a great combo. He knows how to have a good time. I love that he actually has a career and has actually done something with it. And it like a good one. Yeah, it's not like entrepreneur. And it's like, well, what have you made? <laughs> Pantsapreneur is my favorite. <laughs> on Andy's season. I don't even remember. On Andy's season, there was this guy. It was the guy that she went on a date with where they dressed up as old people and walked around the park. <laughs> and he his like thing was like wearing crazy pants. And his job description said pantsapreneur. Oh, I loved that guy. <laughs> I love that old people date. He's like, I bet people are just out there being like, oh my God, what are all these old people doing and all these old people clothes? <laughs> I'm like, what people are thinking that? Pantsapreneur. Pantsapreneur. Oh, where is he now? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't know, but we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll get him on the pod. Ooh. I if- bet he's in LA. Oh, 100%. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't start in LA. You end up there. Oh uh, yeah. There are New York. That New York, LA, Nashville, and Colorado are the Bachelor Nation hubs. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where anyone else is. You know, um, just a side note, a girl that I used to work with was in Nashville for her friend's bachelorette last year. Mm-hmm. And Caitlin and Sean were just like crashing bachelorette parties in Nashville. And Come they on. came to hers. Come on. Wait, why were they doing that? <laughs> I don't know. I think it was it was like right after Caitlyn's season so I guess it was just like more like promotion or oh, whatever it was promotion it wasn't just them being bored <laughs> <laughs> I don't know <laughs> that actually wouldn't surprise me either because nah they're awesome <laughs> they're wild and crazy kids I'm bored want to go find bachelorette parties <laughs> um <laughs> all right so yeah those are four guys from AFR um want to move on to Ellen yes so uh Rachel had her second group date as part of the Ellen DeGeneres show. Yeah. It was about a week into the process. She sat down with Ellen a little bit to discuss it. Yeah. She said, okay, I got the impression that at this point she had only kissed one guy. Same. And I think it's like pretty customary that you kiss at least two in the first night. So like, I'm surprised. (laughs) Rachel, you're so classy. That she's only kissed one guy a weekend. Right. Like shocked. Right. So she told Ellen that she kissed a guy 
And then Ellen was like, oh, no, the other guys are back there and they're going to hear. And she's like, well, turns out the guy that kissed her was back there. So uh, after after this, this hard truth is revealed, um, Ellen brings out the one, two, three, four, five, six, six gentlemen. Yeah, six dudes. Um, and introduces them to the world. Yeah. Uh, we've got Fred from Dallas. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And by the way, this guy's name is Fred Johnson. Yes. And like, he's the only one who gave a first and last name. I'm pretty sure that he's like in the witness protection program. Like couldn't find Fred anything. Johnson. <laughs> no. Right. That's the but most like, generic like, what is name. That name? My name's Fred Johnson. <laughs> um really strange. But from one, two, three uh, Main Street. <laughs> He works in entertainment. Okay. I actually, um, I know the company that he works for. (laughs) Uh, It's a very legit, real company. Okay. Um, If it's, if it, again, if my, if my research is correct, they are the production company that produced New Girl. Oh. So. Okay. Great. That's kind of cool and neat. It'll be curious to see. How it'll be curious to see somebody who's actually in the entertainment business see how they handle right, but all, someone in the entertainment business behind the cameras because of course yeah. we get people that have like been in like I mean it's no secret people that have like are on The Bachelor are like models like they reality TV people yeah they want to be famous this guy isn't on camera he's not on camera but that makes me think he knows how things work behind the scenes right he's gonna know exactly he's gonna be a really good producer yeah on his own i mean he was the only one who first and last named himself was (laughs) that was that a move that's actually a really good point thank you uh i think he might be a smart player i also thought he was pretty cute yeah, super I cute. He, was shy. he seemed the most shy. Yeah, perhaps. But maybe again, I actually move. thought, and we can move on to the next one. Willie G seemed a little shy. Ooh, but he's cute. I think Alex and was the next I actually, one. Oh, we can come back to Willie then. Yeah. <clears throat> so Alex, yes, he is from Russia, right? Well, at least he spoke Russian. I think he's from Russia. Cool. Um, maybe him and Christina, maybe he'll get rejected and him and Christina will meet on Paradise. That's like the consensus online. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's what the dark web is predicting? <laughs> People are like, oh, obviously him and Christina are going to end up together. They would look so cute together. I know, because by the way, they're both smoking hot. Ugh, <laughs> too cute. Um, yeah. He also had like a good social media presence. I was, I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. He seemed like, you know, like relaxed and goofy, just like wants to have fun. Cool. Love it. Um, yeah. I can't say much more than like I enjoyed him and I'm excited to see more. Yeah. Uh, and then we got Jonathan from Florida. Nothing special there. No, I wrote down specifically cute, but seems so boring. He seemed <laughs> where Fred seemed sort of like shy about like maybe taking a shirt off. Jonathan seemed like a little awkward because I remember when Ellen was just like who and we'll we're not going to delve into this right completely we'll go yet back until, to this yes but when I uh, she was just like what did you guys hear what did you guys think when you heard that she kissed somebody he was just like mm, I just want to know when it's my turn. yeah I know and it feels like 
that like to me that little one-liner was like he's probably been boring on this group date yeah. i need to stand out here's my one thing Ooh, i'm like my turn <laughs> she'll remember that jonathan <laughs> talking out loud talking out loud hey yeah. and on ellen so i think that he was actually really proud of himself for that comment yeah i also liked his shirt yeah good shirt um yeah also from florida there's a lot of guys this season from Florida. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Which is. There's three you know, in this group day. Yeah. <laughs> frankly, it's terrifying how many people on this are from They Florida. must have just gotten a heavy casting. A lot from Miami. And then like there's like some Jacksonville and a few other places. Tallahassee, one guy. But. Okay. Okay. So Dr. Brian was next in the lineup. <laughs> Our alleged villain, right? Well, that's what it appears. Sarah, do you want to explain what happened on Ellen? Yeah. So when Ellen made the comment, like, what would you guys think when you found out? Um, and then that Jonathan made someone. the awkward. And then Jonathan made awkward comment. And then Alex, Dr. Brian. I said Alex. <laughs> yes. His name's not Alex. Dr. Brian Abasolo, I believe is how you pronounce it. Um, he came in with... She's a great kisser. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Kiss and then tall. later, uh-huh. when they were dancing with all their shirts off, uh-huh. um, Ellen and Rachel were like pointing and laughing. And I think Ellen like mentioned something about Dr. Brian. Yeah. And Rachel was like, oh, yeah, you already know because he said it. That's the one that I kissed. And you heard that sound bite. Right. You heard it. It was um, really weird. It looked like something she was trying to say to just Ellen, but they like picked it up. I know. I was like, Rachel, <laughs> did you know that? your mic was on during that but I think the thing that was most incriminating about Dr. Brian is after Dr. Brian Willie G was introduced and he's he's from Miami by way of New York City baby (laughs) yeah Willie G Willie G great great dancer by the way great dancer was my favorite dancer um chimed in with I second that when Brian said that he had kissed her right and then Brian said he got my, my sloppy, sloppy seconds. seconds. It was terrible. Which I was just like, Rachel is not sloppy. Especially seconds. it's a week in and she's only kissed one guy. I'm I'm sorry I keep harping on this, but I cannot believe that a week in only one guy. Well, I mean, Willie said I second that. So does that mean that he also kissed her or was he just making like a silly like I thought that he was just kind of joking around. Okay. Because uh, here's why I think she only kissed one is Ellen was like, have you kissed anybody? And she said, yes, I've kissed someone. Right. And it swept her off her feet. But Brian, I mean, he's hot and he's a doctor. He's a hot doctor. But my goodness, dude, this is why women don't trust men. That comment like ruined it for him. Like, I don't even care. I mean, usually the villain goes pretty far, right? Like the true villain. Right. Because what happens and this is Every single Bachelor season in the history of this television show, this has always happened. Everyone freaks out about the villain. They tell the Bachelor Bachelorette about it. Yeah. And then that Bachelor Bachelorette like feels like, oh, these people are just jealous. And you're automatically turned into the bad guy the second that you try to tell on them. Oh, yeah. You so, turning on somebody else in the cast, I think you're just digging your own grave. It's the kiss of death. The second that you complain about somebody else. Although Raven was the first person to bring up Corinne and Raven (laughs) was the runner up. To be fair, I think that (laughs) Raven did it in a way like just okay. Raven is like 
from Arkansas, <laughs> like small town, probably has like one traffic, like traffic light, you know, and her like she just like looked at Nick and she was like, Nick, Corinne has a man. <laughs> <laughs> like she was just so appalled that like any grown woman would ever have something called a nanny that I'm sure Nick laughed that off because it was truly hilarious. Right. <laughs> it was like her worldview was shattered. He was like, oh no. And she's like, um, yeah, she doesn't even know how to clean a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was just so like so appalled, which like, I mean, good for her because I understand why. <laughs> But yeah, that was the only difference. But like everyone else on next season that like brought up things about Corinne, like she's evil, she takes naps, whatever, kicked off. Like he didn't Done. like and, and that's everybody. No one feels like dealing with that stuff. As we saw from um, the first Ben Bachelor that we had, I forget his last Ben Flanick. Ben Flanick. The villain won. He's like, stop talking about her, guys. Yeah. And by the way, I love her. Oh, my God. I love her. Her book was incredible. Courtney Robertson, you are my hero. Courtney Robertson is like, uh, I think one of the best things to happen to the Bachelor franchise. I just think she was unapologetically confident. And I, I think yeah. that's such an amazing trait for a woman to have. Yeah. Uh, and I, it, it bummed me out that she was portrayed as a villain because to me, it actually seemed like she was a, just a strong person. And I, I get the benefit of, of befriending the women on the show because obviously women should all be each other's cheerleaders. But I also right, respected only one her position. Wins. She also coined the phrase, I'm not here to make friends. I like I, I do respect that position when you're when you're out to date a guy uh, and you're dating the same guy as yeah. all the women. It's hard for it's, it, it's challenging. And um, by the way, the confident woman is typically the one that everyone turned like turn on That's because Olivia too. Yeah. And, and, but I'm saying like in real life too, like oh, when you're yeah. dating in real life, if you are like a strong, as you said, unapologetic woman, like you're typically the one exiled immediately because yeah. like you clearly have a confidence that like makes everyone else feel insecure. So yeah. it's just a really, really easy thing to turn into the villain when you're on the bachelor. It's so, it's so easy well, I mean, it's hard. It's a hard thing to master that right. sort of confidence, but it's so easy to it, coin it as like someone bad. Exactly. Yeah. There's oh, one more man. guy on this group date. His name was Peter. There wasn't anything particularly special about Peter, but I actually think Peter is the cutest one. Yeah, he is cute. He is a model and a personal trainer. And when he was dancing, like Willie G was fun dancing. Peter had moves yeah 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 he was hot for sure I think Willie G is like the guy that I would want to dance with in a situation like that yeah but if you were like looking to <laughs> you know DTF <laughs> at AFR <laughs> so much DTFing happens at AFR honestly oh, yes. it definitely yes. does happen <laughs> they all get so pumped to go because they all go back and they're all just like put up in hotels in LA and they all just like get drunk and hook up i just want to know yes. a list of everybody who has ever hooked up i would it's it's gotta it has to be insane it's like, gotta be everyone everyone has hooked up with everybody it's crazy i would almost like feel sad getting picked as the winner because then you can like not be fun, like a part of that like fun <laughs> like I know. Craziness. Well, I've heard Luke say that before. It's a, or somebody say it before, when you get picked, it's sort of isolating because what happens when you get eliminated is everybody watches the party, watches and has these viewing parties together each yeah. week and they sort of become this 
that's when the fraternity that's when you become like happens. a best friend yeah I'm <sighs> sorry for you losers that <laughs> um I will say though Whitney and Kristen oh my god why do I keep calling her Kristen Caitlin my god Whitney and Caitlin both from Ben's season uh, oh my god crystal season <laughs> crystal season I am all over the place today they have done a really good job as like to well Caitlin wasn't a winner she just became a bachelorette so we'll just focus on Whitney she's done a great job of like maintaining friendships with the women and I love it yeah I love you I love you gals staying friends um okay I gotta mention one thing about Peter this is it's not a spoiler alert but I did read it on reality Steve so if any of you are don't want to hear this uh again just (laughs) turn it off (laughs) we don't need we don't need your views anyway (laughs) We do. We need it. (laughs) (laughs) But Peter, the personal trainer model, also on his little like reality Steve like profile that he made of these guys. Yeah. A note that he mentioned was volunteers at Make-A-Wish. And but like, honestly, I read this because then I was looking at his socials and I was like, there's really not a lot about Make-A-Wish on here. I'm like, I bet he did it like once or twice. And it's like one of those things that you put on your college application. Like oh, when you okay, had to yeah. get like 40 hours of service work in high school. And then you add it. Right, I think he like just like added it. <laughs> I know. <sighs> Peter. I, I. But I mean, again, this is just all like judgments, not from getting to know any of them. So right. we're all about making judgments based on... <laughs> So it's conventure. Is that the right word? <laughs> I think so. Uh, we'll look it up and we'll and we'll use it again if it is. So of all the guys, who do you think is front running right now? Um, that we've talked that we've all seen. Here's the, the thing. I think she's going to be drawn to Brian because of, he's confident and he has a job. Dr. But I, Brian. Dr. Brian. But I, and I get the draw. Um, so that's where her attraction is going to kick in. But I think she's smart enough not to pick him. I agree. I hope that it's Eric. Um, out of the guys, again, out of the guys that we have met so far. Yeah, I think uh, I have Eric as number one right now. Um, I did like Fred Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Johnson. Obviously, Peter is adorable. I just don't know. This might be really shallow. I don't know that I see her with a model actor. No, I don't either. And like a lot, you know, stuff's been leaked about a lot of the other guys that are on this season. A lot of model actors and like I just I right maybe it is shallow I just don't see her going for anyone like that. I think she needs somebody that challenges her and I know that Nick eventually morphed into a model actor but he was he was a software salesman. Right he was a normal guy until he got wrapped up in Bachelor Nation. Yeah exactly and listen this is not to slay a model models and actors right we're models and <laughs> and models <laughs> um because there are a lot that are intellectual and oh, yeah. and like courtney robinson was a model yeah, exactly. and we love her she's the smartest one yeah uh so uh, i don't know i just for, for some reason, I can't really explain it other than it's visceral. I just see her with uh, a more traditional career person. Yeah, I agree. I think she wants someone that like she'll go to church with on Sundays and like, you know, they'll go to work on Monday mornings and it'll be kind of just like a simple, happy life. They're going to have nice little Saturdays at Home Depot. Yeah, totally. I think that they're actually going to be a cup, whoever Rachel ends up with, if it's this type of guy that we're talking about they'll have like a pretty normal life. I don't see them being like 
the Caitlin and Sean that like travel to cities and yeah, I don't like see that break either. into bachelorette parties and like do big like <laughs> workout classes and stuff. I think that they'll like probably have whoever she ends up with have a more I, I guess modest life is the way to, I don't know. Yeah, I just like I don't see her really capitalizing on the sugar bear. Like again, these Instagram franchises. Yeah, Diffyware, I buy direct, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I just don't think that that's the life that she wants. And she's you know not going to start a blog. God, no like way. four of them launched lifestyle blogs this year. <laughs> oh, of course they did. What else are they going to do? They can't yeah. get real jobs. Um. <laughs> um. One of the my favorite things that I've ever heard in like Bachelor, like behind the scenes type stuff, is when Ben he was like in LA for an AFR, of course. Mm. What else? <laughs> his favorite thing every single year. <laughs> it's oh his God, Christmas. <laughs> um, he had like he was like hanging out with like ABC execs and like producers mm-hmm. and all of that, and he mentioned to all of them, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm going back to work." And they were all like, you know, you don't have to do that, right? <laughs> and he's like, I know. I just, I think I want to and like not have a reality show anymore. Right. Again, it will die. You will become obsolete in a couple of years. Who was even before Ben Flanick? I know. I think Ashley. But I mean, you really have to right, think about Ashley. it. But Ashley has honestly kind of disappeared. Like mm-hmm. they like show up to bachelor weddings and that's it. Yeah, that's really it. Yeah, uh, which is why, and and it's funny as as I'm saying this stuff about Rachel now, and I, I I do think she does crave a traditional life. That that might actually have been why Nick let her go because I think Nick knew in his head that he wanted to do Dancing with the Stars. Oh, yeah, that's good insight. That he wanted to sort of live out his fame for as long as he possibly can. I do think he is realistic about the future, but I do think he wants to ride this ride this gravy yeah. chain for as long as possible, and, and I Vanessa- don't feel like that's Rachel was going to always be that person she's been on tv like she's acted before like she likes that life yeah and again you can tell she loves the camera no nothing wrong with it at all but like Mm -hmm. in terms of yeah your lifestyle their lifestyles made the most sense yeah i mean it should have been andy (laughs) i mean yeah honestly him and Andy should have ended up together. I think at the time, I think the timing for them was off. I think at the time Nick was like a little young and like a little controlling. I think he's grown up a lot as we've seen him grown up in like these last four years. Uh. It's seriously been like four years with Nick by all for us. And uh, I think now him and Andy could actually really have a future together. When they were in that suite, when she showed up on his season, the sexual tension I know they were super in love and honestly I think Andy would have picked Nick if it weren't for that uncomfortable fantasy suite I really think she would have I I think he's so weird (laughs) he does get like that though he gets like weird (laughs) yeah some of the things that he does say in his ITMs his in the moments uh, they are a little strange and you can tell he thinks he's clever as a fox yeah yeah totally so, yeah, I think if it weren't for Andy's like awkward bachelor or yeah, fantasy suite, her and Nick would have ended up together. I think now the two of them could really have a future because Andy's like in this world now. Yeah. Like she's like in fashion and like um, in the celebrity spotlight, you know, she's around. Well, you know what? Maybe things worked out the way that they were supposed to. I mean, they gave into the process. They trusted it. They trusted the process as we're asking all of you to do. 
as <laughs> and as we know that Rachel is doing, I think she's going to do such a fabulous job as yeah, Bachelorette. I she's going to be awesome. Tell you how excited I am for the season. I think it is going to be so much fun. I'm so excited to be recapping it with my sister. <laughs> I know. I'm pumped. It's it's going to be a good season. I think it's going to be like the first Bachelorette season in a while that's not like kind of boring. Yeah. I want it to be like Caitlyn level crazy. Yeah. Caitlyn's was nuts, but like in the best oh, way. Gosh. What a Jojo's wonderful person. so boring. Oh, get out of here. I've never been more bored in my entire so life. So boring. I, I think I tuned out halfway through. Yeah. I like, well, but also they all looked exactly the same. I could not tell a single one oh apart. <laughs> I still barely can. Like, no, I know. Like, who did you end up with? <laughs> Thank God that there was that Aaron Rodgers controversy. <laughs> Otherwise, I would just be like, what? Oh, man. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you so much. We hope that you guys trust this process along with us. And tune in next week for the episode premiere. one of the premiere. Woo. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on trust the bachelor process remember to rate review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and thank you so much for joining us on this journey ciao